It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. You're listening to The Cricket Podcast. everyone and welcome to the cricket podcast where we're going to be talking about England v Sri Lanka um, because of a te- technology mess up uh, we're, we're gonna have a long intro are we Max uh, we're just gonna get straight into it um, with you summarizing what happened quite right yes um, so we were back to the uh, the pudding of Sharjah the triple tart that uh, has been rolled out for most of the IPL and here it was once again shining brightly under the lights like a, a film of unwanted scum on top of a cup of tea but uh here it was here we were and england lost the toss and uh were tested for tested batting first for the first time in this tournament and were tasked with attempting to win the game batting first which no team other than afghanistan had yet done um and to start things off england looked like they might make, make a mockery of the uh, difficulty of batting first and england got off to a, a pretty quick start in the first over but winindu hasaranga had other ideas snaffling Jason Roy and um, ultimately not going for many runs at all and being very, very good because he is also very, very good. Um, Fixana didn't really uh, go for any runs, didn't take any wickets rather, but also didn't go for any runs. So uh, he also put the wheels in England and by the halfway stage, England had only managed 47 runs off 10 overs and things were looking pretty grim. But uh, there are a combination of factors which uh, changed things rather dramatically. And this is very weird because I feel like I'm speaking to no one right now because Jack's just disappeared, but uh, we'll we'll carry on. <laughs> um, Sri Lanka decided that everything that was good about the first 10 overs, they would not repeat for the remaining 10 overs and decided to no longer bowl length deliveries and bowl too full or too short. And this allowed Joss Butler to be absolutely fucking brilliant and smash everything all over the place and just, well, he moved from... A about a runnable 35, I think it was, to 101 off 67. So, you know, 70 off 30 for the for the last half of the innings. That's a, a pretty stunning turnaround. And Owen Morgan, who'd been going at about the rate of a Lendl Simmons, managed to pick things up as well towards the end. And England piled on 163 for four from 20 overs, which looked at halfway like being far too many. 
And uh, it looks like far too many pretty early on in the Sri Lanka innings as they were very quickly reduced to uh, 57 for four and then 76 for five uh, at the halfway stage. And um, it looked like it was going to be a fairly simple procession. But Sri Lanka's star man, Hasaranga, and captain, Dasun Shanaka had other ideas and briefly looked like putting on uh, a bit of a show and an upset towards the end. And as Tymal Mills went off, clutching his quad, there were dreams of a, another famous Sri Lankan World Cup victory. But two bits of unbelievable fielding from the England players made up for the lack of bowlers as Jason Roy's relay catch with Sam Billings and Joss Butler's uh, quick thinking and hurling the ball at the stumps to uh, remove both of the set batsmen ultimately meant that England would canter home quickly with Moeen Ali mopping things up nicely at the death. And it was a comfortable win on paper in the end, but pretty tight uh, as things actually happened, Jack. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, Sri Lanka were well in this match until the 16th, 17th over, was it the 17th over? Maybe even the 18th over when uh, when they finally got uh, Hasaranga with that, that awesome relay catch. Mm. Um, Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka are, are probably out of this tournament now um but they're they're a little bit unlucky i think um to to be out at, at, at this stage because they played some some pretty good cricket uh, I, I think you'd say today i think they were good against uh, south africa as well um and so it's a uh, it's it's a bit of a shame that we're losing what is quite an entertaining side uh, we'll talk about them in a little bit i think more detail as we as we move through the podcast mm-hmm. but i think first up we we probably should talk about the headline story here, um, Joss Butler, because he was, you know, the you talked about the the sort of the the, the dual methods used in this innings. Yeah, um, his the first the first half of his innings, or one in fact, the first two thirds in terms of balls faced, forty five deliveries, um, were not super pretty. He struggled quite a lot, I think, against Tikshana and uh, against Hasaranga, the spinner. Um, I, he, he didn't have too much fluency. And then the last 21 balls, um, so the, I think the first 45 balls, they, they, they produced 50 runs. The second 21 balls produced the next 50 runs. <laughs> uh, and that's about as well as you'll ever see anyone bat ever. Yeah. Um, he, he dismantled Sri Lanka. You, talk, you, you were saying that they're sort of missing lengths and lines and, and so on. And partly, you know, that's partly true. But I, I think it was sort of the ferocity and the... The raw power and the ability that he has to hit sixes to about much anyway. 300 of the 360 yeah. degrees. <laughs> and he's working, it's, he's working on the other 60. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it was um it was just awesome. Um I I I don't I don't think yeah, I mean I don't I don't recall anyone anyone batting you know as well as that. I'm not even sure that his performance against Australia was was a better innings. <laughs> And the performance against Australia was on what was obviously uh, a better cricket wicket, despite the total that Australia put on. It was uh, it was clearly easier to to play shots on than than the one today, which was very low at the start. And um, there there is an argument that the the dew came sort of towards the end of England's innings, which did help uh, Joss Butler loosen the shackles a bit. So that was probably uh, another factor. But to be able to just be able to switch. Um, at that point, you know, after after batting for so long and, and struggling, and then suddenly just change gear to, uh, to to well to put together what was the the match defining innings is uh, it takes a, a special talent, and we were we were treated to that today. That was uh, an absolutely stunning performance from Joss Butler. 
yeah, if you want, if you want sort of a further illustration of how good this was from Butler, uh, Jeff Lemon tweeted out. Uh, he'd, he'd looked back at the last three matches, or, or the last match that Australia, India, and England have all played. And after ten overs, Australia were forty-one for four, India were forty-eight for three, and England were forty-seven for three. Uh, and they finished on Australia 125, India 110, and England 163. Um, and that was basically just because Josh Butler was yeah, awesome. That's, that's Josh Butler's um, last 25 <laughs> balls, isn't it? Basically, that's, <laughs> it, it, it was, um, it was um, unbelievable. I, I, yeah. I, I, did you have a favourite six or a favourite shot? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the the best shot, but I, it had to be the one that got the hundred surely for the last ball of the innings. It was a dreadful delivery, like a leg stump, full toss, and got yeah, it. Like, I was like always going for six, yeah. but it, you know, it was it was the deserved a deserved six, I think. I I thought the scoop was good. Um, that was that was probably my favourite. I like a scoop. Uh, was that was that in that over as well, or or maybe the uh, the Chimera over before? Uh, yeah, it was just like you know. You've got to be so good at cricket to, mm. to to pull that off. He did. Um, he did attempt one at one that was slightly too quick to be. This is the reverse step away, reverse paddle attempt that uh, was at ninety three miles an hour. <laughs> I just don't want to play in the shot that shot to that delivery. But uh, yeah, it was it was it was stunning. But I mean, um, there was there was a sort of something a little graphic that they put up uh, when I think when Butler was on around seventy or eighty, which did highlight how things had slightly gone wrong for Sri Lanka and it was just basically the it was the pitch map of the lengths that they bowled and you could see there was the full length there was length and then there was anything short of that basically all the red balls which were boundaries were not in the bit that said length it was just a very obvious gap there where the ball had uh, where any, any balls there had not gone for boundaries and it was just sort of highlighted really how they uh, they kind of lost their way and I, I don't know why they started going for Yorkers it was a uh, it was a bit of a strange one yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a bit odd. I think we're probably seeing um, the the realistic limit to, or the realistic talent ceiling for some mm. of these Sri Lankan bowlers. I think there's part of that happening as well. Um, they were really, really fierce, weren't they, in the in the group games against, uh, well, the Associate Nations in Ireland, yeah. um, and and too fast for them. Um, but it's you know, ninety miles an hour is not necessarily too fast for Josh Butler, no, um, especially if you are spraying it. Um, and I don't think I, I have a feeling that this is more the or the spraying is more to do with them not being quite as good as maybe yeah. they that they they look. Well, yeah, against the, some of the, the other same teams. thing happened to them against Australia as well. I was watching yeah. watching the Australia game and and uh, Finch and, and Warner. You know, two guys who are hopelessly out of form were able to put together decent scores, but, but precisely for that reason that the the bowling. Uh, was off, but I mean, arguably, there's a there's a pressure element to it as well because Josh Butler, as as well as being you know helped slightly on his way to to smashing the ball around, did also change his intent very markedly after the tenth over, and yep. that arguably said that you know if if you're not as high quality a bowler as some other players, you're you're more likely to stray from your lines and lengths under that pressure than maybe someone uh, who's you know been around the block a bit longer. Oh yeah, for, uh, for sure, for sure. I mean, it's I like look. Um... I, I, we're talking about talent seeders a little bit here, but um, being battered by Joss Butler is nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> that that happens. That happens. Yeah, happened to, to Mitchell uh, Stark the other day. It happened. Yeah, it happened to Mitchell Stark the other day. It happens to at least three teams every IPL. Um, it's uh, it's happened to I reckon every single international major international side at some point in a white ball match uh, at, at this point in time. He's very good. He's 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 in the best best 11 in in world cricket at the moment um 
And uh, and and this is just sort of another example of why. Um, mm. At the other end, there's a couple of other things from this innings I think we should talk about. Um, Owen Morgan, forty from thirty-six, uh, is he back, Matt? We've got this is one of the this is one of the the themes of the podcast in 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 the last few weeks is is declaring that somebody is back. We had Warner, yeah. he was back, and then yeah. he went away again. Uh, <laughs> is 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 Owen Morgan back? And is he going to stay around? Uh, is, just, is this just what happens when you play Sri Lanka? You know, if you're hopelessly <laughs> out of form, a la David Warner or Morgan, they'll they'll give you some runs to make you look good uh, so that you you keep your place for the next couple of matches. But uh, actually, you aren't good. Yeah, I, I fear I fear he is he is not yet back. But uh, you know, I'll 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 take it. I'll take that innings today. The uh, in particular the uh, the massive. Uh, pull shot for six that he played, you know, because supposedly he's weak against the short ball. Well, he's a bit weaker against the short ball. He prefers it full, but uh, that was that was nice. That was a nice shot, and that was uh, right out the middle. And maybe that is the kind of thing that will give him a bit of confidence. But um, if England, I think if England are going to win the the World Cup, I don't think they necessarily think want Morgan. England are going to win. Yeah, the World Cup. I don't think they necessarily um, want Morgan batting that often. Uh, yeah, I, 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 this actually was pointed out to us about the halfway stage on, on Twitter. Um, I should have, should have got the tweet up. That's always always useful when you reference a tweet um, mm. to, to have it up. Who, who was it who sent us this message? It was a good one. It was, it was about resource allocation of this England side. Uh, and it was from Jonathan Evans. And he said, percentage-wise, Morgan faced 30% of the deliveries in this in this innings. Uh, Moe 1.67 uh, and Livingston 0, which is probably, I think, kind of what we'd agree on here. Maybe not ideal. Maybe you'd yeah. want want the other two to have, have faced the lion's share but it wasn't necessarily a bad innings you know um it wasn't a great innings either, it, end, but... it ended up not being a bad innings but it was yeah it, it was threatened for a long time to be an absolutely it, dreadful one. it did it looked like it was going to be a lendl simmons yeah um and then it wasn't or at least a virat kohli uh, and it probably actually probably does turn out to be a bit of a virat kohli doesn't it but um uh yeah yeah so morgan we're not sure maybe he's back uh he's more back than he was um half back uh, let's say. Um, and uh, the other thing that I, I, I think we probably should talk about is the, the, the Sri Lankan spin bowlers who mm. um, were really, really good. Um, it's, it's, I, I, I think possibly, so England did okay in the power play, didn't they? Um, and then they lost some wickets or the beginning of the power play, then they lost some wickets uh, and then they took their gas off, uh, foot off the foot off the gas for a while. Um, I wonder um, whether that, so there's two there's two 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 reasons that this could be. Were they unable to play the spinners or were were they just waiting for the pace bowlers? Uh I think possibly both happened. Uh they I they I saw no evidence that anyone could pick the Karen ball from Thikshana. And uh, I think that's that's evidence in the fact that he went for 13 runs or four overs. And um Hasaranga, I think possibly they decided to play out because you know, he'd looked dangerous. The googly had already done for best though, and Roy, they didn't pick that either. Um, so I think there was, yeah, there's an element of not being able to pick the change up deliveries. But again, you know, they kind of knew, didn't they, where they could make up for, for lost time. And um, that was evident in how they attacked Lahiru Kumara because he uh, took a took a bit of tap. Yeah, he certainly did. Um, he, he, he took a, yeah, he took some, he took real punishment. He did wasn't as angry in this game. Maybe he needed to get more angry to be good. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Hasaranga though, 20, what, 21 runs. His four overs crossed for three wickets and Thikshana, um, four overs, 13 no wickets. How good are those two? Was this conditions or are they really good? 
I've, I've not I've not seen a lot of I think Shana so I, I couldn't I couldn't say about that I think conditions probably helped him because um it's the kind of you know the kind of pitch with the way it was behaving where uh a lot of deliveries are uh attacking the stumps that uh normally might not be you know just because of the low bounce so that sort of adds adds extra jeopardy to uh to the way you play uh play the ball but I mean Hasaranger is undoubtedly brilliant I'm uh, absolutely. I think he's an absolutely phenomenal player, uh, with the ball and with the bat. Uh, he's, he's really, really exciting talent, and uh, I I can't wait to see more of him. Yeah, he was he was awesome. We'll talk about the batting in a sec. Uh, the the final general point I suppose that we should touch upon is that England, by winning batting first, have they now set the template for what other teams should do, and and will other teams follow? Uh, the trajectory I'm now, obviously sure. I'm not, it's not sure as the template easy. of 47 for 3 after 10 and then posting <laughs> 163 is the way to go <laughs> maybe the template but, of having Joss Butler but oh, you know what I think that yeah well so obviously having Joss Butler helps obviously having one of the best players in the world helps but 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 we have seen a few teams be in those positions um, and not go maybe as early as England went because England yeah. did start. You know they recognised they were in a, in a bad a bad spot, uh, and by I think it was the thirteenth over they were back up to a runner ball. Uh, yeah. So they they yeah. they just they just started scoring it. Yeah, I think the hundred came up off fourteen point three overs, which is you know it's like just just under sevens, which is yeah. a massive turnaround from four point seven and over. Uh, and um, we haven't really seen another team batting first here do that. Um, We've we've seen Afghanistan go from ball one and it put come mm. off against Scotland. Yeah. Uh, but but we even then, when they when they've done it, they've sort of slowed down after afterwards and picked it up at the end. I think I think that's the way you got to go. I think you have to um, attack the club, a power play as much as you can, um, and then you know maybe look to like double that score in the next eight, nine, even ten overs, and mm-hmm. just uh, just that middle period. I think you kind of just have to try and um, keep it keep it going, and then. Uh, and then go at the end. But obviously, if you haven't got that ex- that early start, you do have to put your foot on the gas earlier than you would would otherwise. And I think, um, yeah, England England showed that nicely today. But what I would say is that um, that was only really possible because of some sheer brilliance that uh, a lot of teams don't have at their disposal. Yeah. And uh, despite England winning this game today, it did show that chasing was uh, a massive advantage on uh, this ground in particular. We saw a lot more Jew as well than we did uh, oh, in, in the previous yeah. games. I mean, everyone had a towel and they even had to change the towels halfway through because the yeah. towels got so wet mopping up uh, mopping up the, the cricket ball. Um, so the, and the fact that England had to play out of their skin in the field and with the bat to beat you know a team that is significantly worse than them, who played quite well, but are significantly worse than England does does show what a leveler it could be in that situation. Sure, I mean I don't know. I, yeah, I I I I I think England were mainly in control of that, and I, I think we'll we'll talk about the second innings in a bit more detail. But I do think the Mills injury significantly shifts. Yes, that's the, true. That's the, true. The, the dynamic in the last few overs away from um, Sri Lanka have got virtually no chance of winning this to there's going to be three overs of quite bad bowling or relatively yeah. bad bowling coming up um, for them to potentially feast on. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, final word on Butler. He was, he's just so good, isn't he? I mean, uh, genuinely in the world right now, who do you have above him? Nah, no one, no one. Yeah. Um, and I, I think there's a serious chance um, that he's going to take England to the world cup final, taking them to the win. Uh, I, I, I just, I just don't, I don't see I don't see a team that's got a bowling plan that's going to work against him. 
Um, and I, I think when he gets on one of these little runs, um, he is he's virtually unstoppable. Uh, what's he got picked up over the, over the last two matches? He'll have scored 172 runs off uh, about 100 balls. Uh, right, 100, 100, 108 balls. Yeah, <laughs> take that. <laughs> um, he, he's, he's absolutely marvellous. Uh, long may it continue. Long may it mm. continue. Uh, and um, good luck trying to get him out. All right, looking at the Sri Lanka innings, because they didn't give up, did they? They Well, they lost early. Where do, where do we start? I want to start with the run out, because this was the yeah. dumbest run out <laughs> I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, the, batting first, like England did, does put pressure on Tim. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And that manifests itself in decision-making like uh, the Nasanka run out. As so if we break this innings down, I think maybe the way to do this is to break this innings down into the iffy start, the reasonable recovery, and then the bit that England did at the end. So starting with the iffy start, um, Adil Rashid running riot in, in the power play, Morgan yeah. pulling off a great run out. Um, Sri Lanka, were they just rattled or, or what was going on here? Uh, I, I mean, I, I can't really put any logic to the run out. There's, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing really you can say there. That was just Id- idiotic, just tapping the ball to the man closest to the bat. Uh, yeah, no, nah, what are you thinking? Stupid. Uh, that's just, that's colossally stupid. Um, Adel Rashid bowled really well. Again, the, the googly was a devastating today. I think people were, were struggling to, to, to play that. And, um, and his, uh, again, was, um, was good. I mean, Asalanka looked decent for a little while. He, he looks, um, looks like he's a, a fairly, uh, fireworks kind of player. I like Asalanka. Yeah. Yeah. He's, um, that, uh, yeah, he, he is, one of the players that, that, that can rattle an opposition team. Uh, we mm. saw him do it to Australia. We saw him, you know, pump Maxwell and then Finch decided to just sort of feed Marcus Stoinis to the Wolves over the rest of the innings just because <laughs> of the fear that he put into uh, the other team. And he, I thought it looked like he was going to do it again today, uh, obviously until he skied a catch. Um, but it, it, it looked like he's, he's the kind of player that, that can change the game with their presence. Um, and I, I, yeah, I mean, you know, Good innings again, to be honest. Twenty-one from sixteen—that's that, that's passable in the circumstances. Yeah, I think injected momentum back into the innings, isn't it? That's the thing. Like you come in at number three and you've lost a couple of quick wickets, you can very easily go into that. Oh, I need to rebuild slowly mode, but he—he um, he didn't. He attacked, and I think that was the right way to go about it. And you know, some people will probably say after hitting a six and a four that he then went for one too many when he hold out to Adil Rashid. But actually, it was there to go for. And he played the right shot. He just didn't execute it properly. So, yeah, can't argue with that. That's cricket, baby. Um, we also got another look at Avishka Fernando. That's uh, 29 T20s he's played in now. 28 innings, 325 runs, average of 12.5 uh, with a strike rate of 93.93. Um, Max, will his quest to be the slowest ever player to 500 T20 test, uh, 500 T20 test runs, 500 international T20 runs, um, come off or are Sri Lanka going to have to finally look at someone else for this, this number three or four position? Oh, there's a, there's enough of a, there's enough of a t- conveyor belt that even when he gets ditched, he'll be back again. He'll get there. He'll get there. Cool. Um, and oh, I keep doing this. I keep flicking off the scorecard. Roger Paxson was next. Yes. He batted well. Yeah. He, um, yeah, I mean, what do you what do you make of him? I think much in the same vein as Asalanka for me. I think he looks uh, looks like a great player, and again, really, really exciting and powerful. 
so if I was going to go through this Sri Lankan order, this might be a good time to do it because they're basically out and and say who I think is worth keeping around. I think Nasanka's shown enough that there's something there. He can maybe be a, like an anchor type figure. I don't think he's awesome, but I, I don't. I think he has passed the audition for future inclusion yeah. in this team. Uh, Kuso Pereira, I don't really understand what he's there for. He he, he obviously can't wicket keep. Dropped another one today, um, <laughs> like an, another breadbasket one. Um, after I, I think he's dropped catches in all three matches or in the last three matches, and you can't be a wicketkeeper. And I don't mean like they're not like diving catches; they're like two hands regulations. Yeah, coming right and into not your chest. standing up, not standing up to the stumps yeah. either with standing so back. I, it's, yeah, I don't get him. I think they should end the Dick Weller ban and bring back an actual wicketkeeper. Yeah. Uh, Asalanka passes. Avishka Fernando fails. Rajapaksa yeah. absolutely passes. I think he's arguably been well probably their second best batter i'd say of this of this world cup uh, and he was decent again uh, today i mean like he gets out doesn't he hitting hitting the ball down to roy who takes quite a good catch um diving forward after he hit wokes a six four mm-hmm. uh, and arguably there were people who were saying you know you've done the damage in that over keep just you know rotate the strike or something oh, oh, oh you can make an argument for that um but Similarly, it wasn't a very good ball from Wokes. No, I mean, he's tr- tried to hit the six, yeah. so it's it's you know it's probably just a little bit unlucky. I mean, who knows who knows why that happened? Maybe it's stuck in the pitch for a second longer. Maybe uh, a bit of dust got in his eye at, at, at the wrong time. <laughs> um, so he's yeah, he he'd make it next. Dasin Shinaka. I don't really understand why he's in the team. What he's does captain, he do? mate? Specialist he's captain. Specialist captain. He's the, he's in the <laughs> Dhoni role or the, the Morgan role. Uh, and then Hasaranga, who who's awesome, like uh, uh, and definitely should be in the team. So they've got about half of a batting lineup, is what I'm saying, Max. And I, yeah. I think that's probably why they didn't win today, because they've only got half the number of players that you mm. normally need. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. But I think it's uh, at least there's. I think you know, for last time we were talking about the Sri Lanka team when they came over to England and got pounded, uh, we were all doom and gloom about how terrible they are and and how they need to sort things out. And I think they we can be slightly more optimistic about them now going into going into the future. They've got looks like they've got some actual talent to build a team around. Yeah, absolutely. They're not they're they're miles better than I th- thought they were. Yeah, uh, I I thought they might struggle to get out of the group stage. I thought Ireland would beat them, for example, and yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. brushed them aside. Um, they've got two or they've got two or three really good bowlers, and they should have beaten South Africa. They have they have some decent T Twenty batters that that understand that you have to bat with tempo to, to win games. Now they're held back massively by a few ball eaters and a few guys just aren't clearly aren't good enough. Um, but as Schlanker does, if they rotate through another 30 or 40 players, they might have they'll find, find, they'll a few find guys the right combo. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about this finale. Cause we, uh, you know, Butler, Butler was great. Everyone else seemed to struggle. Uh, and then right at the end, um, Hasaranga goes mad. And, um, and and really puts England under pressure. Um, the actual, the margin of victory, the 26-run margin of victory doesn't fully tell the story um, because it, it, it felt a lot closer than that. Um, where, where does the end begin is, is probably the first question to ask. Is it, is it when Mills goes off injured? Yeah, that was, that's the point. That's the, that's the start of the climax of the story, I think. The uh, yeah. denouement, if you will. Um, because that was, that's the, the the first twist in the tale, wasn't it? The the twist that makes you wonder that actually are Sri Lanka now genuinely in with a good shout of this. Because um, England have lost their lost the death bowler there, haven't they? And you know, you've got uh, Chris Wokes had been expensive 
so far. So you know you're not. Are you are you backing him to do it? Chris Jordan had bold bold well well today. In in fairness, so you've got a few banker over there, but um, it meant that they had uh, players to target, and Adil Rashid had to come and no, it was Chris Wokes, wasn't it? Finished had to finish the the over that uh, Tom Mills couldn't bowl, but that meant that Livingston and, and uh, Ali then had to bowl extra overs, and it was basically going to be all about the Livingston overs, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I thought it was a really odd decision from um, Morgan to bowl Wokes because by bowling Wokes, it meant you couldn't bowl him for two overs. Yeah. Yeah. So you you effectively lost three but three balls from one of your two remaining actual bowlers. Yeah, um, and it would have to make those balls up with, with a part timer. I think, yeah, I, I think he must have decided that um, he that the slow bowling was the way to go at the end. I don't know if I would have made that call. It was quite a brave decision. It was a brave uh, call. Uh, an extremely brave call. Was it the the 18th? I suppose no, both at this point, both Hasaranga and um uh Shanaka had, had, had perished by this point to, to skip forward slightly. But um to have uh well no, it was it was it was it was just Hasaranga and it'd be out, but bringing on Moeen Ali at the end with the short straight boundary, um just going for the having having those three blokes at uh Deep mid off, deep mid on, and behind the bowler, and be like, right, beat them. That was that was bold. That was seriously bold. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, but it paid off. It didn't. It, it? Did. it paid off in, in fine style. Uh, that Roy catch. Um, that was something special. Even even as the standards of those those go, because both players they have to run at least twenty five meters each to to sort of meet up, converge. Yeah. Roy has to catch, and while he's while all his momentum is going down, propel the ball back up um, for Billings. Uh, on, on, a, on a scale of, you know, one to 10 with those bound, types of boundary catches, one being very easy, you catch mm. it, you lob it up yourself and then you like take right. one step out and catch it yourself. And, um, you know, 10 being, I, I, I can't even think of one, 10 being that Jordan one against India <laughs> yeah. last year, which was uh, just insane. Oh, it's, it's, a good, um, it's a good eight or eight or eight. nine, I reckon. Yeah, it's, it's well up there. Um, the fact that, yeah, you know, he's diving and he's diving towards the boundary rope and um, has to, while he's midair, flick it up to Sam Billings. And he couldn't have put it in any better spot for Sam Billings to catch it, could he? He didn't, he didn't have to move. It was right where he wanted it. Uh, it was stunning. Great work. And I particularly enjoyed Jason Roy's uh, celebration afterwards where he did what I, I'm going to call the constipated man. As he <laughs> crouched down and, and roared and went very red. Yes, they were, they were quite red in general, England, weren't they, with the red trousers? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it accentuated the, yeah. the redness of the face too. Uh, after that, Sri Lanka sort of fell in a bit of a heap. Um, it was it was game over when Hasaranga was out. Yeah. They're bowled out uh, in exactly 19 overs, 137. England win by 26. They're top of the group. They're pretty much certain to go through yeah. Shanaka fell, fell for the old one too didn't he the the ball in the nads followed by oh, the yeah. uh, run out where he wasn't thinking properly um yeah that that hurt i'm just looking at the table i mean in theory sri lanka uh, south africa and australia could catch england but england's net run rate uh plus 3.1 uh it's makes that good isn't it? that high i mean south africa could dish out the mother of all hidings to england um, and 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 potentially win the group, but probably England have won this, which means they'll be playing Afghanistan or New Zealand or Namibia um, in in the next round. Definitely not India. Um, and I think they're probably better than all of those. So I think there's a pretty good point or a pretty good chance at this point in time that you, you, you will be seeing England in the final. I mean, obviously crazy stuff does happen. 
Um, T20 is quite volatile, as, as we saw to, to some extent today, actually. Um, uh, one of those teams could beat England, but I would be surprised. I think you'd make England favourite um, there. Um, and that pretty much sums it up. We had a few questions in. Do you want to answer them? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Uh, so Dan uh, says, is the, not one of our Dans? Oh, we've got a new mm. Dan on tomorrow. or uh, uh, We've got another Daniel. New old, new old Dan. New old Dan, yeah. Not Norcross and not Western um, Gallon. Um, talk, talk about South Africa. Uh, a different Dan says, uh, is the key to batting first not necessarily batting with intent, but simply to have Josh Butler in your lineup? Hey, you can make that. A, you can make a strong argument for that case, can't you? But what does Josh Butler have? He's got bags of intent. So he he absolutely does have. Um, Bags of intent. Uh, cricket Badger, uh, not that Cricket Badger, another Cricket Badger, uh, <laughs> says, assuming they win today, should England bat first against South Africa to get more practice with the conditions against them? Hmm, it's an interesting, interesting thought, isn't it? Where is the game against South Africa? Do we... Uh... Uh, let me let me have a look uh, while you continue speculating. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's not a bad... It's not a bad idea because the other thing about today... Charger. Game, Charger. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah. The, the other thing about today's game is uh, that with England having batted second twice against teams that they've skittled, uh, we haven't seen anyone really get a chance to bat apart from Roy and, and Butler for, for the most part. So I think as much as anything, it might be an argument for doing it in the, you know, in the expectation that perhaps you're more likely to um, get some, you know, time in the middle, get some time in the middle and you can, you know, move the order around a bit, shove Moe and Ali up, get Liam Livingston to bat a bit more. I think that might be uh, a reasonable argument, but I don't think Morgan would do it. I think Morgan would be no. more interested in winning the game and keeping momentum yeah. going for the semi-final. Yeah, I agree with all of that. If I were him, I would, I would, if I won the toss, I would definitely bat second. Um, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a no brainer. Uh, even if it'd you be, might it'd be a matches. real, it'd be a real like, uh, you know, real statement, statement. of uh, yeah, <laughs> confidence, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. We'll we, we'll take on anyone. Lose the toss, don't care. Win the toss, um, don't care. Ry Jones, and this is quite an important question. Asks if Mills can't play any further part. Do you think we could finally see the return of Tom Curran? Yep. Uh, so I do. they're not. If 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 Mills is injured, um, we don't know. All we've heard is uh, he's hurt his quad. Um, he yeah. didn't. He didn't go off on a stretcher. He didn't go off. Hobbling. Yeah, he didn't hobble off. But he uh, he looked yeah like he was. Um, struggling. I doubt. I doubt he'll play if the you know. Assuming I, 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 yeah, South Africa are going to catch Africa. us. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. He's not going to play. Um, Mark Wood. I think they only expected to be out for two games, so he might be back by then. So we, we might. We might get Mark Wood. We'll see. But if um, if not, then I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Curran comes in. But if they want to, there's the left arm option to think of. So if they do want to retain that, we do have other options. Um, so. Could get Willie um, or Topley. Yeah, Willie or Topley could, could get a go. But uh, I can't I, see them going I, with Curran. I, I just, they like him, don't they? They like Tom. They can't, yeah. They've been burnt too many times, surely. Surely they um, they, they, won't, they won't do that. He's an um, in inverted commas death bowler, which is what we've yeah. lost. Well, is he? He's the death I mean, of no, chances, he's not, but he, you know, supposedly he's, he's badged as one. Okay, and then I think we will finish off with this question from Kishore, who asks, do India have a player like Joss Butler? Uh, does anyone have a player like, like Joss Butler? I don't know. I think India have got um, 
enough players who can do what Josh Butler does on a given day. I think, uh, I, I don't know if there there's anyone who's like as consistently brilliant, but I, Kale Rahul can do that if he wants. Um, I think Ishan Kishan can from, uh, from, from time to time, but I don't think either of them are quite on the same level. If I, yeah, if I was going to pick two players from the Indian lineup, then they are the two two obvious obvious calls. I think Ishan Kishan tries to do what Butler does. He's just not quite as good, which is not yeah. you know a huge slight on. But he's Ishan only twenty three, so you know, yeah, give him it's, give him three years. Yeah, it's um, it's that Joss Butler is the best at doing what Joss Butler's doing. Um, mm. That's yeah. Um, I think I think the obvious one and probably the 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 other player in the world who I think should be doing what Butler's doing on a on a regular basis is is Kale Rahul. Um, yeah. It's it's so obvious that he has that in his locker, or, or mm. has this in his locker. He could be he could be better than Butler. I sometimes you know you sometimes think um, he's got all the shots. Uh, I mean, he, he's got all the shots. There's not a, a specific bowler type that he's weak against. Uh, bats in the same position, like it's it's keeps wicket. Yeah, I, I, basically Hall, the same guy. Kyle Hall, I I genuinely think if if he wanted to. Um, could strike at 150, 155, and average 30, 35, which would be yeah. would make him an awesome player. He'd be one of yeah. the best in the world. He'd be right up there with Butler doing what Butler's doing, if not better. Uh, but he chooses not to, so he isn't. That's the that's the the reality, isn't it? Or maybe maybe we just think that maybe maybe he's conned us all, and we just think he can do this, and and he can't. But um, but it, it, you know, Kyle Rahul has played Butler esque innings. That innings he played in, in the last game of the the IPL yeah. where he went absolutely mad. That was yeah. that was Joss Butler. He was channeled yeah. as Joss Butler. Uh, I, for whatever reason, he doesn't want to accept the slightly higher volatility that comes with playing that way. Um, but that's that's the the obvious answer. He loves the um, color orange. Yeah, and I think we should probably wrap up the podcast there um, for today. I think we're back tomorrow. Yeah, we've got we've got Daniel Gallon on tomorrow. We've had a couple of bumper shows, so go back and listen to those over over the weekend. Uh, the big India roast yesterday was quite fun with Daniel hmm. Norcross. Um, and uh, Saturday was decent against Australia as well. Although that's kind of old news at this point. Uh, a reminder, we're on Twitter and Instagram at The Cricket Pod. You should like and subscribe. Um, if you're watching now, click like really quickly and um, that will tell YouTube that this is good content and YouTube will tell other people to watch and then we will all be happy and rich. Um, and that's the point of running a cricket podcast is to make yourself rich. And on the topic of riches, sure. uh, Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod. Um, head over there and, um, you know, sign up if you want to give to us directly. Um, we have three tiers. The first tier, you get to ask us questions and we'll always answer them. We answer a lot of those on this podcast. Uh, you also get access to our ball-by-ball database of every match, every game, every ball that's ever been played, bowled, delivered, hit in the IPL, uh, all the outcomes, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, venues, bad-handedness, bowler tie. Um, middle tier, you get hat, and top tier will actually hang out with you at some point in the future. Um, which is which we're looking forward to. We've got two people in that tier and we're looking forward to hanging out with them uh, probably after the World Cup. So head over there, patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod, all in the show notes. Um, we will be back tomorrow. Bye-bye, Max. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes 
ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.